0: It's my honor to introduce the next speaker of the day. Professor Dr. Rashmi Diwan, Head National Center for School Leadership at National Institute of Education, Planning and Administration. She's She's instrumental in establishing the first National Center for School Leadership at NIEPA under the aegis of Government of India in a professional journey for more than 35 years at NIEPA. She is committed to teaching capacity building, empirical research, and possesses extensive published work primarily in the area of school education, as well as in leadership and management. She has also led educational programs in East West Center, Honolulu, Hawaii in United States of America, National Center for Leadership and Teaching in the the United Kingdoms, and several education institutions in Paris, France, Helensky, uh, Finland and several others across the world. Her session topic is Leadership for Change, Unlearning and Relearning Pathways. Welcome, Madam. The session is yours.
1: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's uh, good evening. Good evening, everyone. And thank you, Dr. Charles. Uh, thank you, uh, Dipankar and team for inviting us. And also extending a very warm welcome, and it's my pleasure to be uh, with the dynamic leaders here. And uh, uh, the topic which uh, which has been selected today is on cha- leadership for change. So, and we all know that the most radical change that happened in the recent past is the pandemic crisis that happened and also the lockdown, announcement of lockdown in the schools. So, uh, and lot of challenges by the school leaders. Uh, We all know about it and uh, in fact it was more stressful for school principals as leaders to uh, ensure that every child learns in the country across all schools, all kinds of schools, whether private, government, uh, aided schools. So, uh, in fact, I would say that this uh, pandemic crisis also taught us that, uh, uh, you know, uh, that uh, all the past management practices uh, have not worked during this pandemic. And we all know that what Kalman and uh, Michael Fullen have been always, you know, vehemently supporting that uh, change never happens overnight. But we all agree that pandemic has also taught us that change also comes with the paradigm shift. Uh, from, you know, face-to-face classrooms and then to online virtual classrooms. Um, and here we have also seen that we have been talking about leadership, effectiveness, potentials, influence. But, uh, you know, we, see, we also have seen that these got recognized during the change that happened uh, during, uh, you know, at the time of crisis so the first lesson that was drawn uh, for leaders per se was that just to unlearn the past practices that have not worked during a pandemic and also to relearn during the uh, pandemic and now again there will be another set of expectations when schools open in new normal system a new normal situation so there will again be relearning of what works in what kinds of situations that means all our leadership uh, you know uh, strategies would center around what works in what school context, the realities of the schools which we would be facing, looking at the diversity of schools, looking at the diversity of children and looking at the educational needs of every child in our school. So um, in fact I would say that uh, uh, now you know is the time when we are not looking at any structural change in the schools. We have seen in the past that all changes structural changes have been brought about and also we boast that we have changed the culture but the culture of the school has not changed. Uh, Today, there may be many instances where culture might have changed but that is purely because the school principal, the principal leader has made uh, you know has played a catalyst role. uh, you know, my um, um, Michael Fullan also talks about trial level changes, right? From education policy change, and recently we have the National Education Policy 2020, the recent one. Then uh, the change also comes with the uh, state delivery chains. So how these, uh, you know, uh, uh, the expectations, uh, or the formulation, the policy directives come as part of the chain delivery system in the uh, states, among different, uh, across the schools in the country. And the third level of change, which Fulan talks about is the school level change. Now here, since we have in the audience, few administrators as well. So uh, the first point that I would like to uh, see here uh, through my research that synergy always works and synergy right from system administrators, decision makers, policy uh, makers to school level uh, principal leaders and the teacher leadership. So if one works in that synergy then uh, you know an ecosystem of change happens to facilitate change to support the school uh, principle in bringing a change in the school one comes from or one belongs to uh, at the same time um, the national center for school leadership Uh, has documented uh, you know the success stories of outstanding leadership practices and uh, across the country and uh, we have seen that there is uh, there are two important messages coming from there the first is that the outstanding leaders have been navigating change which is more school-based at the same time they, there is also another, uh, you know, uh, lesson derived from here that there has been a judicious choice of time on the areas on which, you know, uh, uh, on that requires specific uh, attention. And at the same time, it has also been seen that turnaround schools have also happened because of the judicious choice of time spent by the uh, by the school principals on the matters that have mattered most in the schools so depending on the school priorities its requirements its realities its the resources available to the school the location of the school the size of the school if you know uh, principals or the uh, principal leaders have been able to uh, relate their leadership styles with Uh, the requirements of the school, the priorities of the school, they have been able to chalk out a direction for the school, a development plan for the school, be it a private school or a um, uh, government school. So change leadership, Uh, what the other, you know, four pathways have also been derived from these lessons uh, from the uh, documents that we have created on the uh, outstanding leadership practices which have helped leaders realize the change. So the first uh, is about the transformative leadership like a leader has to cover uh, right from change in self uh, to the um, uh, change in the entire school system uh, right from transformative to transformational then um, then from uh, broader leadership practices to the contextual leadership models which are more uh, closer to school realities the third uh, pathway that uh, we have seen through our research is that uh, uh, you know we have been there has been a shift today about from you know school effectiveness to school improvement we are saying this because Uh, see uh, on the uh, Dr. Pandey right in the beginning said that uh, it is more uh, our education system is more examination uh, driven or uh, you know examination uh, centric but here I would say that there is a shift in the government schools also including private schools that uh, you know there is a realization that school effectiveness is more uh, understood in terms of uh, parameters which are measurable benchmarking, school results, learning outcomes and uh, what PISA is doing today and this uh, board school examinations but school improvement is something which is to be focused on that has more powerful influence where the processes are related to school improvement overall school improvement and holistic development of every child in the school then uh, uh, you know there is also a shift uh, from instructional leadership to academic leadership so instructional leadership focuses more on classroom processes instruction where learning may not be promoted but learning outcomes are promoted but when it comes to uh, you know uh, academic leadership uh, we have seen the successful school principals taking their schools beyond the four uh, walls today. And uh, there is more of partnerships in the form of uh, partnerships with industry, with universities, more of collaborations, and also, uh, you know, have uh, formed uh, professional learning communities uh, where, you know, professionals and experts available within a geographical area help the school and also there is a lot and and help in propelling the change uh, in classrooms, in pedagogy, curriculum, assessment and also action plans are prepared with community, with the parents, with Uh, school management committees, school development management committees. So more of collaborations have happened. So over the years now we find that there is a change in the trend today. And leadership is, uh, you know, more confined to to, uh, teacher leadership and also, uh, you know, uh, focusing on grade level teaching teams. There are school networks today, there are, uh, you know, the uh, university collaborations and entire school districts also come together to help each other in coaching, uh, in more, uh, you know, modeling or co-mentoring the uh, the teachers and also the uh, the, um, principals also. So uh, more of action uh, learning projects also happen through these collaborations. And uh, like my, uh, Mr. Michai, uh, our friend from Thailand, he spoke about the innovation of, uh, you know, they had in Thailand. But in, in India, friends, let me also tell you that the culture of innovations has been there almost uh, for the past, you know, five years or 10 years. Because we have seen that uh, in the emerging educational scenario there are many schools even in the government ones. only the difference is that all these success stories were never documented but today it has come uh, to the uh, you know forefront the documentations of successful stories and also um, I would like to uh, you know mention about the Nehru uh, World School which is uh, also uh, one of the most innovative school uh, we have come across uh, which uh, has a startup superstars you know uh, um, uh, uh, innovation which they created. And where they uh, have, uh, you know, where every child, right from class one, from grade one, runs a business, generates ideas. And this is mainly to, uh, you know, uh, help children to learn about the value of money and meaning of profit and loss. At the same time, I would like to uh, also narrate, you know, the Sun City group of schools. Uh, uh, you know, they have established uh, established, uh, world's first multiple intelligence learning hub and which is integrated as part of the pedagogy where they uh, have, you know, uh, initiated many of the projects, storytelling, vocabulary building, dramatization, educational trips. where uh, where children are exposed to various types and forms of intelligence. And this has enabled them, uh, the children, to explore their own pathways to different kinds of learning. Even during this COVID lockdown, uh, they have uh, authored books as well. So, uh, in fact, one of the most uh, popular uh, project is known as ask to ask you so that is something which has reinforced those uh, uh, you know learning in the uh, in the school itself and uh, all children have become a part of this uh, exercise so they have also implemented design thinking ideas the labs problem solving concepts and also unique methodologies in teaching and pedagogy curriculum, uh, so that one can always learn from their experience as well. At the same time, since uh, uh, you know Dr. Pandey uh, in the beginning said that he uh, he did mention about IIT Gandhi Nagar, Gujarat. I would say uh, I would also like to mention here that uh, labs for creative learning at Sabarmati Ahmedabad have been developed and uh, they have uh, developed very simple handmade toys, images, videos, pieces of paper to help children comprehend the basic concepts of science and mathematics. So they in fact, uh, uh, you know, have tried to nurture the creativity of the child and to find the latent. Uh, uh, you know, potentials in the child. At the same time, I would also like to uh, share the innovation done by uh, Young Tinker Academy and Navomesh Parasar uh, Foundation in Orissa, who took children from Indian villages to NASA. And there, the children are exposed, the students are exposed to technology and uh, tab-based learning. Here, the design thinking program has been established and which encourage children to take up projects on their own. And uh, for example, you know, children have developed a small machine to remove plastic waste from Mahanadi River. So, children were not learning about solutions only in textbooks but also developing solutions on their own. At the same time, the labs like Jor, Zor Jhatka, they have really been, uh, uh, you know, very helpful in um, uh, helping children to, uh, you know, create or co-create different types of prototypes. At the same time, children also participate in hackathons and other national level competitions. Another interesting Kabarka Ka project, it relates to issue of climate change, where students learn about reuse, recycle, and we uh, uh, use, you know, the waste. So, uh, and also they have collaborated with IIT Delhi, and uh, Delhi te- uh, IIT Delhi team also visited the scholars, and uh, there have been instrumental in taking children from uh, the village and to the to NASA, where they were selected as a team from India. So uh, this is what I wanted to share and also just last point if you if you allow me sir
0: Sure 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 madam
1: yeah just one minute i will take uh the you know when we look at schools and uh you know the leaders the challenges the multiple challenges uh uh, school leaders face today and the schools which are going to be in future maybe from you know uh 20 years from now uh i think uh uh none uh, no other form of collective learning and thinking and living can uh, replace you know schools and and schools cannot be replaced by either distance or by, uh, what we talk today that the schools will be hybrid and all that. No, the schools will remain a special entity where human learning will happen, interactions would happen, which is a basic need of every child and every human being in the school. So at all levels, school leaders will be co-designers of education, curriculum, and learning. And there will be co-construction of formal schooling responding to the needs of individuals, needs of uh, individuals to learn, unlearn, uh, relearn, and also lifelong education, which we have talking about today. At the same time, there will be a blend. We cannot say that the uh, traditional skills will fade away in future. There will be a a blend Uh, of traditional uh, skills as well as uh, critical thinking soft skills and learning Uh, there will be many literacies in fact around learning how to learn and relearn learning to transform and learning to become so this also will happen that there will be a paradigm shift in the role of teachers who are not going to be mentors and tutors which we often talk about today but they would be life designers who would exert powerful influence and identity and to nurture the teachers and students needs and values and together there would be co-designing of learning plans as well. Thank you friends. And today uh, I would say that we need paradigm shifters and uh, ideal champions today within the means available with us. Uh, that's the need for new generation leaders today. Thank you very much. Thank you.